Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. America. It's time for our world-famous marriage talk segment. We talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Hoorah. Been doing it for, gosh, 10, 10-ish years now. Over the span of two different seasons. <laughs> But here at Salem, they welcome it. They love that we do our world-famous marriage talk segment. And we'll be just focused on what God has ordained, and Hollywood hates marriage. Genesis 2.24. Does it get any more simple than that? Of course not. Marriage coach, a friend of our show who's been doing it with me for 10 years, is Robert Kosick. wrote the book Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. He writes our marriage content, which is available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Hello, Mr. Kosick. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Looking forward to another great weekend. And, and you're right listening to you and Denise talk. It, after this kind of a week, it's it's wonderful being able to go home to a fantastic marriage. So, Yeah, but you know what? If you don't, there's a lot of guys yeah. out there who, who it's miserable. And yeah. you had a hurricane. And then if you're Jewish, you had the Yom Kippur holiday. And yep. if you have run a business, there's always aggravation. <clears throat> and, you know, and you want to come home and they're like, Oh, so hopefully our world famous marriage talk segment can help Mr. Kosick. It can help them. Hopefully. Yeah. So, so my wife and I were talking. I think it was last night, and you know, just kind of getting around different stuff. And if you can change anything, go back and do whatever. And of course, there's always ways that you would raise your kids slightly differently, and all that fun stuff. And she was kidding. She said, "So, would you have married me? Still, you probably wouldn't have married me if you could go back and change that, huh?" And I was like, "Are you kidding? <laughs> You're the only one that could put up with me for all these right. years." Like, <laughs> No way I wouldn't have married you. That's That's been a wonderful aspect because we've had such a great marriage. And so uh, what a great thing. Uh, and she knows it. And she knows that I love her dearly and adore her. And we just get along great. And it's wonderful to go home to that every day. Amen. And if you had damage during the hurricane, who better to stand by than husbands and wives together, holding hands, praying together, crying together, or groping together to get through yep. the aggravation of whatever damage the hurricane caused. <clears throat> yep. So let's get to it. Um, our, here comes our tip. For the night, the 17th of September. By the way, tip number 351, written by Robert Kosick. Bon lavoro, which in Italian means good job. Bon lavoro. Thank you. Um, kind of sad. It's uh, downhill from here. With most things in life, there comes a point where things either begin to get easier or conversely, things are only going to get worse from that point forward. In either case, you'll likely hear the phrase, it's all downhill from here. It's all downhill. Two questions come to mind. When do you reach that point in your marriage? And does that point in your marriage get any easier or more difficult? So I'll read it, and Mr. Kosick will take over. <clears throat> when is that point reached in marriage? The best answer is when you decide you're at that point. What we mean is the beginning of the downhill part of the marriage is less of an exact point in time and more of a realization. The downhill point is predominantly a point where you realize you become one emotionally, and downhill means easier. Or it's the point where you've emotionally given up, and downhill means things will only get worse. Robert Kosick. Right. So this is one of those things where the normal reaction is a negative connotation. When you say downhill from here, you're talking about your health, you're talking about your job, talking about whatever. It's They look at it from a negative perspective. But I want people to kind of think about it differently because it doesn't have to be a negative. Uh, downhill could be easy cruising because you're going downhill, not a whole lot of effort associated with it, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it's not so much a point in time where you say, yep, on this date is when everything got better or on this day is when everything got worse. Even if you can pinpoint a specific time, 
it's really an, an emotional, mental decision that you're making at that point. Are you deciding at that point to say, we're doing pretty well. We've worked on it. We're cruising along now. We just need to maintain it. Or have you at that point emotionally given up, which accelerates the downhill motion in a negative way if you've given up? So it really depends on how you look at it. It could be a positive or negative. And next we're going to break down those two to see where you are and how you can fix it if it's negative. Got it. You're listening to our world-famous Marriage Talk segment, Friday's bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Okay, when downhill gets easier, we would hope that over time your relationship with your spouse becomes more natural, more enjoyable, less complicated. You've learned what each likes and dislikes. You can finish each other's sentences. And you've gotten pretty good at knowing who needs to do what they need to do to make the marriage run smoothly. It's all downhill from there in a positive way because little effort is required to keep the marriage healthy and thriving. However, you must continue to maintain your relationship even after you reach this point, Mr. Kosick. Right. So so I, I had this debate with people all the time because there are some marriages, <clears throat> like Kathy and I, and I'm sure with you and Denise, uh, where it, not a whole lot of effort is required to keep the marriage doing well. We clicked from day one. We became best friends. And we haven't had to so-called work on the marriage like some people have had to do. We've never had to say divorce isn't a word we use in our marriage. It just wasn't a word we used. But there are some other people who do have to work a little harder, harder at their marriage. But in, in all in all, everyone works on their marriage to some degree or another, right? You got selfishness and pride and, and those kind of things. You got to kind of work through just from natural things to make the marriage better. So everybody works on it. But what I want people to understand is once your marriage gets to a really good place and you're kind of cruising, you know, you're on cruise control because you, everything's clicking, you're on a perfectly good stride, you can't stop maintaining the marriage. You can't stop going on dates. You can't stop having that time together. You can't stop talking to each other. Otherwise, it can radically flip and become a not-so-great marriage. So while you may have a fantastic marriage, I want people to understand is it's an ongoing effort that really never stops. You're always maintaining the marriage, which is fun. It's good to go on dates and different things along those ways uh, to keep that marriage healthy and thriving. Love it. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, Robert Kosick and myself, focusing on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Topic is going downhill. Now, this is when downhill gets worse. Conversely, your marriage has never really gotten into a good stride. Life continues to happen. Your world continues to change. It's all downhill from there in a negative way because as new stress points are introduced, your marriage gets more and more out of balance and you see no way for it to recover. So your relationship gets more strained and it only gets worse from there. However, this can be changed if you get intentional about changing your perspective of your marriage. Robert Kosick. Right. So I kind of think of this more like along the lines of like your health, right? So you, it used to be years ago, I could hardly even tell you the name of my doctor because I never went. I didn't even know where he was. Uh, and I remind myself, and now I go to the doctor, I have a list. Right? There's all the things we need to talk about. You, you get older and things change, right? Aches and pains and whatnot. But marriage is kind of like that. You, you may have never really gotten on a good stride. You've been at each other's throats from day one. You, you just It's been bumpy and rocky ever since you started the marriage for a whole bunch of different reasons. And people think at that point they make the mental decision, you know, this is never going to get better. This this sucks, and I'm going to become a workaholic, or I'm going to do a whole bunch of other things, or, or the kids are going to leave, and then we're going to get divorced. Whatever uh. it is, they think it's better somewhere else. What I want people to understand is it actually can get better from that point. Even if it's a train wreck, if you really want to fix your marriage, and I truly believe this, and I know people get mad at me for saying it, but you can fix just about any marriage if you really put forth the effort. But what they need to understand is it's not easy. 
it's a tough process. There's going to be pain along the way. There's going to be a lot of forgiveness and a lot of encouragement and a lot of patience. But if you're really serious, you can turn that marriage around. I'm not just saying that as a theory. I've done this dozens of times with marriages. And the best part is when you get to the other side, you fixed all the garbage. And your marriage is stronger than you could ever imagine it would have been. But you've got to be willing to change that cycle and put forth the effort. And there's no guarantees. But if you put your mindset to say, we're going to make this marriage the best it will ever be, you will fight harder for that marriage no matter what. If you say this marriage is over, there's nothing that can change it, you might as well just write it off because you're not going to try to fix it. You're really not. You're going to give up and move on. But but you really can't fix it if you really put your mind to it yep. in most circumstances. Words are words are very strong. And if you say that, oh, yep. this marriage is over. This is doomed. Oh, hell with her. I'm moving on. Oh, whatever. And you say that and your brain hears it and your heart feels it. That's that's you're just writing the script versus, you know what? I used to dig your, you know what? I used to love chasing you when we were married. Let's get back to that. Let's yeah. Get, let's get back to uh, brushing up against each other in the kitchen, slapping tuchas when you load the dishwasher, you know, the old yeah. days, and get back to it. Now tell me that doesn't get a little. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm telling you, and, and I've seen it dozens of times, as I said, and I, I've seen stories of other people doing it so many times. You can reignite that flame and pour some gasoline on it. And I have all kinds of tricks to help you do it, but you can do it if you're really, really willing. Even if only one of you is willing, you can. You have a pretty good shot at doing that as well with some neat little tricks that we can throw in there also. Amen. Robert Kosick wrote the book, Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com, marriage coach. Uh, and finally, a hot and heavy tip, disguising your purchase. Have you ever thought about dressing up to spice things up, but we're just too embarrassed to purchase what you need? Halloween is just around the corner, which means you can order your special outfit. And if anyone accidentally sees it, they'll just go, eh, it's probably Halloween, right? Yeah, right, Bob? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, just, you know, no big deal. They're just dressing up for Halloween. You know, having fun with it. <laughs> so so what we do here in this area, we always try to come up with, with ideas and, and tips that will help people get past the fetish of, oh, we can't talk about that, or that's taboo, we're not allowed to really enjoy that area of our life. Well, that is part of the formula that God gave back in Genesis that you were talking about that says become one. That's an emotional and a physical aspect. Amen. It is critical to the success of a marriage, and so you should celebrate it, but people still get embarrassed about buying certain outfits or whatever. Halloween is a great time to say, we're going to get the nurse outfit or the flight attendant or the whatever you're thinking of, the uh, Superman outfitter, the handcuffs, or whatever's on your mind, you can do it for Halloween. Because like, no one will think twice about it. The Cossacks are buying a lot of Halloween outfits. Look at all the Halloween. <laughs> I, I, there must be 15 it. of them over there. Yeah, look at those Amazon packages. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, that's rock and roll. That Then that makes a man want to go home, leave Absolutely. the office, and go home, uh, uh, hurrying to go home with a big smile. Good stuff. Uh, our world-famous marriage talk segment, tip number 351, written by my friend Robert Kosick. As I said, uh, bon lavaro uh, on that, on writing all these. They're on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. <sighs> Mr. Kosick, we bring to a close our world-famous marriage talk segment for the 17th of September. I appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. And, and as much as, as I always hate to hear the uh, segment end each week, I love doing it. And when it ends, that just means I'm that much closer to going home. Hoorah. So. Amen. Closer, yep. as we say, closer to a cocktail. There you go. Have a blessed Friday. Thanks for being on. I'll talk to you next Friday. You too, Sam. You got it. Dean and Dina Martin take us to the break. AM 1070, the answer.